To running flat radio, Chris Uzinski and Kelly Steele from the Windsor Star. Another amazing week to be out there running. Uh, you know the weather's getting colder and colder, but uh, you know as as we go through the winter months, we're, we're going to actually have more conversations about you know the best practices for running. But it was kind of cool this weekend. You could actually wear shorts. I yep. saw people out in their uh, t-shirts. That's kind of a nice treat. That's right. We we, we did a little run in in uh, in Bell River on mm-hmm. on Saturday evening. And uh, met a lot of a lot of folks who really love listening to the show and, and kind of gave us all kinds of feedback, which was really nice. And mm-hmm. and, uh, and they're all kind of part of the Kelly's crew. It's a good group. It's a good group. And you have uh, a new Kelly's crew uh, program starting up soon. I do actually. It's starting uh, January tenth, and uh, it's for a half and full marathon. Uh, obviously, women, and it's going to be geared towards the shock a lot. And uh, anyone who's interested in coming out and running, it is a paid clinic, so get hold of me. Um, we meet twice a week, uh, Thursdays and Saturdays. Thursdays are our crazy workout nights, and uh, Saturdays are our long runs. Le chocolat. Yeah. It's it's feverish, I tell you. It's <laughs> feverish. And, and it's so funny because the registrants that are registering for that event are not local. Yeah, that's kind of odd, eh? It's really odd. That's a good thing, so, though. Absolutely. So lots from Ottawa, New York, uh, Chicago... We've got a, a ton from that uh, Kitchener-Waterloo kind of down into 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 Windsor region. Uh, if those of you who are not familiar with Running Flat Radio, we are a radio show dedicated to running and endurance sports and, and triathlon, especially today. Because mm-hmm. on today's show, joining us is is Lionel Sanders, who is a, a local triathlete. Uh, an elite triathlete who's one Ironman Florida this year and a number of other half Ironmans. He's going to be joining us with, with an incredibly compelling story of, of how he trains and, and, and where his career is going. So, so we're going to spend the other three quarters of the hour, mm-hmm. uh, this hour, talking to, uh, to him. Well, and I'm sure he realizes, I'm sure he's seen it when he's racing. Facebook is going crazy. People are following his every move when it gets out of the water, everything he's doing. Like, it, it's amazing how... Everyone locally just supports everything he's doing right now. I love that. I yeah. think Lionel's a great guy. Yeah, so we're going to have him on after after the next break. And, uh, and of course, we're going to have Song of the Week. So back to Le Chocolat. Is this going to be another Christmas song? It is another Christmas <laughs> song. Whether you like it or not, it's got to be another Christmas song. But we're, we're, that, that'll be much later in the show. So uh, Le Chocolat. Uh, the official hotels are Caesars Windsor. And those are going to start filling up fast. They are, absolutely. And in the Holiday Inn downtown, which are less than two kilometers from the start-finish mm-hmm. line, because the start-finish line is in Walkerville. What's great about Le Chocolat is it's a half marathon, Windsor's only half marathon, on Riverside Drive. And the course is from the bridge all the way down to Lausanne Road and back. So how does that work when you... It's- you're leaving Walkerville Brewery. That's right. Running to the bridge. That's right. And then running to Lausanne and then correct. back. At, yeah. Gotcha. So it's 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 an iconic course on on the beautiful Detroit Vista. You That'd know, be nice. it's just it's going to look incredible, and then it's going to be as always perfect weather, and it's and it's a great event. So that's a half marathon, a 10k, 10k runner walk, mm-hmm. and a 5k runner walk. Uh, everyone gets who registers a three liter box bag of wine, the Peely Purse, brought to you by Peely Island Wineries, our, our good friends out in Kingsville. And uh, lots of chocolate. There's firemen on the course because Sparky's Toy Drive uh, is the charity that we work with to for, for the donations to go to. Mm-hmm. And it's really an incredible Windsor event because Windsor puts their best foot forward to, you know, the 3,000 participants that show up for this event, which are literally, you know, the way it's shaping up right now, way more than half will be uh, foreign tourists. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's going to be an incredible event for, for Windsor and the economy and and, and, you know, all the money that, that, that female tourists bring because 
98% of all the people who register for that event <laughs> are women, and the 2% of men are the smartest men in the world, <laughs> without a doubt. A um, couple other things about running flat. We are producing a gift card the next week or two. So, you know, for all the uh, the folks who've been emailing and calling in regards to, hey, I want to sign something up for my wife. I want, I want to get her a gift. There is a running flat gift card. Just keep checking your email. It will be out. Uh, shortly, mm -hmm. and then you can just get a gift card, and they can apply that to any race they want to next year. It's the gift of running and that, that will that make you're any runner very, very happy. Absolutely, and uh, and the Canada Day announcement. We 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 have to announce Canada Day this week and next week. We we have two other finalists. For those who aren't familiar with our Canada Day event, it's it's really an incredible <laughs> event. Canada Day, D apostrophe E H run is on July first. It's always on July first. And when you registered this year, you voted for one of three iconic Canadians to put on the medal that you received at Canada Day. Mm -hmm. What's incredible about that medal is it's the only open source medal in the world. No one else does this except for us. As you register, you also suggest who you want on next year's medal, whether it's Laura Secord or Joe Clark. We've had Joe Clark. We've had Brian Mulrooney, you know, Casey and Finnegan. Yeah, I, know. I still love that. They're still friendly coming. giant. Absolutely friendly giant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And so we tally all those single votes up of who you wanted. We go to the top three. We had Don Cherry on this very program three weeks ago, uh, talking about what it is to be a great Canadian. Uh, we have two other folks that are the finalists. Chris Hatfield, the astronaut, is one of the finalists. Excellent. So it's Don Cherry, Chris Hatfield, and then another person who we're going to announce next week, and then mm -hmm. we hope to open up registration before Christmas uh, with all three of their likenesses. Mm -hmm. And you can vote on one of those three and then suggest who you want. You know, Great idea. Maybe it's... Uh, oh, you that's know, two great choices so far. Maybe it's uh, George Strombolopoulos. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Who knows? Who knows? You who, never know, You right? never know who you want. And uh, so Canada Day, uh, watch for that in your email as well, because that'll be opening up shortly. Well, you know what? It's it's such a, uh, an exciting thing. We're, we have next week, Kevin Hansen from the Hansen Brothers, not the guys who play <laughs> hockey with the tape on their glasses during Slapshot. Oh, that, that would be pretty fun to have them on the show. <laughs> but they're not runners. It's not those Hansons. It's the Hansons that own the uh, the running shoe shops in the United States, have the incubator for, for the Hansons uh, team, the elite uh, marathon runners. They're coming over next week. Mm -hmm. They're going to be in studio. We're going to be talking about the Hansons running method. We're going to be talking about, you know, why the incubator? Why in Michigan? Yep. You know, why not at altitude in, in Boulder uh, or, or what Nike's doing in Oregon? So we're going to talk about what, what makes their system different than the other elite systems that are out there, which uh, which I find absolutely fascinating. So it's great to have them. They're, they listen to the show, mm -hmm. and, and they're going to be joining us. So they're, they're, pretty, uh, they're pretty pumped about it. You are listening to, to Running Flat Radio on, on AM 800 CKLW. just don't get the point Ow! of flu shots. Getting your flu shot at our pharmacy is now convenient, no appointment needed. So take the time now to prevent the flu. Get your flu shot at our pharmacies conveniently located in Zare's Markets. The flu shot is just a good idea for you and your family. Get the point. Ow! Flu shots available when injection certified pharmacist is present and subject to vaccine availability determined by the local public health unit in your area. Pharmacists may only administer the publicly funded vaccine to residents five years of age and older with a valid Ontario health card. From CTV's Marilyn Dennis Show, CIBC personal finance expert, Jamie Gollumbeck. 
on smart holiday spending. The most important thing I say is set a budget in advance, and then you can actually use smart tools through your financial institution. CIBC has what we call a credit smart spend report. So you can actually go into your credit card online and set, like, I want to spend $1,000 on presents. Just yeah. a smart way of keeping track of your spending. CIBC Financial Advice. For more, go to maryland.ca slash finance. There are lots of things to get excited about this holiday season. The parties, mistletoe, and of course eggnog. Winners, HomeSense, and Marshalls want to give you one more thing to get excited about. The chance to win your gifts. Simply shop at Winners, HomeSense, or Marshalls. Swipe your Style Plus loyalty card, enter online, and you could win the value of your purchase. The more you shop, the more you could win. There's a winner every week at every store in Canada and over 2,000 prizes to be won. Contest ends December 24th. Find out more at winyourgifts.ca. Now the forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. Tonight, mainly cloudy, a 30% chance of flurries or ice pellets, gusty wind late this evening, and the temperature steady near zero. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, a 30% chance of flurries in the morning, gusty wind, and a high of three. Wednesday night, partly cloudy, a low of minus six. Thursday and Friday, a mix of sun and cloud, and a high of zero Thursday, four on Friday. Once again, a 30% chance of flurries or ice pellets tonight. Gusty wind late this evening and the temperature steady near zero. This holiday season, Cora restaurants celebrate the spirit of giving. When you buy your sister a $25 gift card, Cora gives you one worth $10. When you buy your son's teacher a $25 gift card, Cora gives you one worth $10. When you buy your boss a $25 gift card, Cora gives you one worth $10. And when you buy your sweetheart a $25 gift card with no wrapping, no ribbon, not even a cute note, we won't judge. We will, however, give you a $10 gift card. Hurry, it's for a limited time. Offer only available on in-restaurant gift card purchases. Mom, can I get a sparkly dress for my holiday recital? Mom, can I get a Transformers action figure? Mom, can we get more ornaments for the tree? Kids, kids, can I get a high five for that holiday spirit? Everyone's excited to get it all done at Target with one-stop shopping. Right now, get licensed tees for the whole family, starting at $6. Plus, get 5% off with your Target debit or credit red card. Quantities limited. Restrictions apply. See program rules in store or target.ca slash red card for details. Looking to start running? Strap on a pair of comfortable shoes. Now put one foot in front of the other and keep going. It's that easy. This is, this is Running Flat Radio on AM800. And welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio. Chris Yuzinski and Kelly Steele in the studio with us is uh, Lionel Sanders, winner of the Ironman Florida. It's pretty darn impressive, eh? Really impressive. He is uh, born in Windsor, he's lived in Hera, Ontario, <laughs> just down the uh, lake from us. And, and he's coming off a spectacular year. He is, and, and he has uh, recently moved back to the area. And he's taken a uh, a year off of, of McMaster University to uh, uh, take a sabbatical and and what what did you exactly call it to take a uh... I'm taking an education in triathlon yeah in, in, <laughs> at the moment in, an education in triathlon what, what's the required reading for that uh, not much actually it's it's good there wasn't too many prerequisites so I hate uh, reading they, they, they let me in immediately it was, actually, I, it was I, amazing I can't read so it'd be perfect for me. <laughs> You've, you've had one hell of a year. It's been a good year, definitely. I'm, I'm, uh, it's, it's difficult to look back and think, oh, that actually happened. And this is a year that you've taken off to, to be a professional triathlete. Yes, that's correct. So let, let's talk about triathlon. Well, let's get this out of the way. What is a triathlon? What are the different levels of triathlon? And, and where are you focusing? Where, and where are you focused this year? So, Well, triathlon is a combination of swimming, biking, and running. Um, and you can do very many, many different distances from a try a try, which can be something like a hundred meter swim to a 5k bike to a one kilometer run. Um, that's generally how you get into the right. sport. Um, and then when you get into sort of more official or standard distances, uh, you have the sprint distance triathlon, which is a 750 meter swim to a 20 kilometer bike to a five kilometer run. And then the big race that you see in the Olympics, it's called the Olympic distance. It's just Correct. double the sprint distance. So 1500 meter swim to a 40 kilometer bike to a 10 kilometer run. And then sort of how triathlon started was through Ironman triathlon, where how it sort of entered like popular culture. Correct. Um, and that distance is a 3.8 kilometer swim to a 180 kilometer bike to a marathon, which is 42.2 kilometers. And sort of an offshoot from that has been 
uh, the half Ironman distance, which kind of makes it more accessible, sort of an in-between the, the Olympic and the Ironman distance, which is just half the, the distance of the Ironman. So uh, 1.9 kilometer swim to a 90 kilometer bike to a 21.1 kilometer run. So we are in December, beginning of December of, of the year. How many events did you do this year? That's a good question. Uh, I'm going to say about 17 or 18 uh, triathlons, something like that. 17 or 18 triathlons. Somewhere in that range. What distances? Uh, this year I focused mainly on the half Ironman distance just because for from an experiential standpoint, trying to learn as many lessons as I possibly could being a, a, a newbie professional. Um, I think I did seven half Ironmans. Seven. Yeah, it's a little, uh, most would say it's kind of on the upper limit of, of how many to do and try and do them well, definitely. You think? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's a lot. It's, it's a bit. And then you did a full? or I did a full, I did one full, one yes. Full. Uh -huh. and, and just happened to win that one. Uh, it, it worked out that way, yes. <laughs> Pretty handily. It was a good race. It was a good race. Yes. It was a good race. What was your time? Uh, unfortunately, it was very, very high currents in the water. Right. So they ended up canceling the swim even after they had let the professionals into the water to warm up. And uh, when I was swimming out there, it was some of the largest waves I've ever swam in. The current was, you could feel the pull. Really? And I swam about 200 meters. Then I looked around and I could feel from the body language on everyone that, oh, they had canceled the swim. So they canceled the swim. So it ended up being, they had to sort of like, like, how do, what do we do now, right? And so they ended up doing a time trial bike format where they, they took the top-ranked guy, and he went off first, and 30 seconds later, the second guy went, 30 seconds later, the third guy, and then they went through the whole professional field that right. way. And then nothing else was changed from that point on. Um, you were just doing a time trial bike to a marathon. And what was your time? 658, <laughs> six hours and 58 minutes. You, and crushed, you crushed it. Well, he was, what, but, 18 minutes ahead of second place guy or 19 something like that yeah. yes so my my big goal going into the race was to break eight hours which no canadian up until that point had ever broken eight hours and um so it was hugely disappointing when they canceled the swim because i knew i mean if you break eight hours now it's kind of meaningless um but uh you know i still went out and gave a very very good effort and uh it was a very good race now i know you've really been open and i think your coach has especially that swimming isn't your strongest like it, it amazes me that I, I was in Muskoka a racing while well, I was I was doing it you were racing but I think you came out maybe six six or so guys behind and you still every race it seems like you managed to catch these guys on the bike and then you managed to kill them on the run now are you trying to get your swim a bit faster interestingly I just moved back to Windsor uh last Sunday uh from Hamilton and uh one of the big motivating factors is to improve my swimming. And as you know, they just built a very large uh, aquatic center here, which has had sort of a big influx of high-level coaches and athletes, mm -hmm. games, all this sort of thing in relation to swimming. So, and it's, it's drawn me back as well. Um, and so uh, definitely I'm, I'm uh, undertaking uh, an analysis of the various swim clubs and everything. And I'm, uh, I'm definitely going to be swimming there seven days a week starting very soon at the at the Winder International Aquatic Center. Are you working with a different coach then? Uh, not not from a full standpoint, just, just from a swimming standpoint, yes. Okay, that's excellent. So let's go back to Florida for a second. A couple things happened in Florida besides the canceling of the swim. Your mother also was competing in Florida, correct? Yeah, it was her first Ironman. We, we sort of uh, organized to do the race together. We had done... Um, my professional 70.3, or, or it was really my professional triathlon debut, was in Muskoka 70.3 last mm -hmm. year, and that was her first half Ironman. And this was, Florida was my professional Ironman debut, and it was her first Ironman. So we sort of uh, have been doing that together. That's awesome. Congratulations to uh, to Becky on, on being yeah, an she, Ironman. She did a great job. It was a, it was a very cool experience for and us that, both to be out on the course together. Well, and it's funny because in Muskoka, I was in the same wave start as your mom, and I think it was your mom's first half. Correct. Yeah, it was her. Yeah, exactly. And she was scared, just terrified of swimming. She thought she wasn't going to finish, <laughs> and, and she did awesome. Two years prior to that race, we used to live on the water out in Lake uh, in Harrow or Colchester on Lake Erie, and she couldn't go in the water without a life jacket. I'm not kidding you, because she would drown. She couldn't swim. So it was a huge, huge accomplishment just to, to get through the swim, and, yeah. and then here we go. Now she's doing an Ironman. So. That's amazing. That's awesome. Congratulations, Becky. So... Something else happened in Florida right after the race. You want to talk about that? 
Uh, sure. Yeah. We, uh, well, w- there's a couple things that happened. Because <laughs> <laughs> y- a lot of life changing things happened to you this year. Obviously, becoming a professional, running 17 or actually doing 17 or 18 events. And I asked my beautiful girlfriend, Erin McDonald, to, to, to marry me. And, and uh, she deliberated for about 20 minutes. But eventually, <laughs> she, she came to the conclusion that uh, she would marry me. And so that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations you. on that. And you also had a special treat for your mom at the finish line. Yeah, well, we uh, I I, uh, I went and asked the guys at the Ironman if they'd let me into the the finishing shoot, and uh, and I was able to to give her uh, her finishing medal. And so it was kind of funny because she looked at me the first like when she crossed the finish line, and she's like, "Who is this guy?" You know, and, and then she realized who it was me because you know I think she it took her about. 11 and a half hours to complete the the bike and the run yeah. and uh you can be in a bit of an altered state of mind at that oh, yeah. point and then uh, and then and then she got a bit emotional and then uh and then of course the reality of having exercise for 12 hours straight popped in and, and then she started to lose like use of her legs for a second <laughs> 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 why why try what, what, what got you into triathlon um i got into it actually very in a very interesting way i still kind of uh I don't really understand where the idea came from, but I was in a sort of a dark place in my life and uh, I was looking for, for something to devote myself to and to change my life. And the idea of doing an Ironman popped into my head. And it's very strange because, you know, even being a Canadian, Simon Whitfield won the Olympics in 2000, the first Olympics. Um, I had no idea about that up until probably two years into triathlon. Um, I'd never really seen the, the, the Ironman on TV or anything, but the idea popped into my head, and and, uh, and it was from then on that I devoted myself to training for for an Ironman race, and and that's how that's how it all started. Yeah, we're, we're going to go into a break right now. When we come back, I do want to talk to you more about 2009, the dark place you were in. You are listening to uh, Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. for a new vehicle? Discover the one that satisfies yours. The first ever Lincoln MKC Compact Luxury CUV. Experience the power and capability of its 240 horsepower EcoBoost engine, intelligent all-wheel drive, and much more. Test drive one now during the Lincoln Wishlist event. Then take advantage of impressive rates plus a $1,000 bonus for eligible customers. The Lincoln Wishlist event. Discover that wishes can come true. For conditions, visit LincolnCanada.com. How Bell makes upgrading better. Oh, and here we have the best satellite TV service. Dave, what are you doing? Giving the neighbors a tour of our home. Our new Bell bundle's been getting a lot of buzz. But we... I got this, honey. Next up, our fast internet with unlimited usage. Get three amazing services for the unbeatable limited time price of just $92.85 for the first 12 months, including a free HD PVR and free installation. Call 310-BELL or visit a Bell store for details. Bell. Upgrading just got better. It's 7.30. From the AM800 News Center, your number one news source in Windsor, Essex, an information update with Paul Pedro. An incident at Black's Bakery Saturday night in Windsor has left a worker in critical condition. The employee was discovered unconscious by a family member at 1022 Langlois Avenue around 7.30 p.m. and was transported to hospital with severe injuries. Some items are missing from the bakery. Afria in Leamington has received its license from Health Canada to distribute medical marijuana. The grower is the 14th company to be approved for the license in Canada. And the historic post office in West Windsor has been sold to a numbered company in the private sector for $151,000. The original sale price for the Sandwich Street building was $250,000. AM800 Sports, the Wings are playing Florida at the Joe tonight. The Leafs and Dallas battle in Toronto tonight, and the Essex 73s are home to Lakeshore tonight. And uh, right now... 
Lakeshore up 2-1 in the first period. From the AM800 Weather Center, mainly cloudy tonight, 30% chance of flurries or ice pellets, gusty wind late this evening and the temperature steady near zero, mainly cloudy tomorrow, 30% chance of flurries in the morning, gusty wind and a high of three. Right now in Windsor, Essex, minus one Celsius, that's 30 Fahrenheit. With the wind chill, it feels like minus five Celsius or 23 Fahrenheit. I'm Paul Pedro, AM800 News. When you're able to focus your mind and your body, anything is possible. From 5K runs to half marathons to the full 26.2 miles. We talk about it all on Running Flat Radio, Tuesdays, 7 till 8 on AM 800. And welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio. Chris Uzinski, Kelly Steele from the Windsor Star. Lionel Sanders joins us. Now, Now let, let's get this out, out right now. You are not related to Colonel Sanders by any means. <laughs> Or no, are you? No, no relation. For uh, sure? No, no, uh, no, I don't. I, I did just have Kentucky Fried Chicken though for dinner this evening. If, you know, if they're looking for a uh, poster boy or something like that. Oh, Running Flat Radio is uh, brought to you by uh, by Running Flat. We do produce a lot of uh, running events. Uh, we do want to get into a cycling event, which we will make some announcements for later on next year. And, um, you know, the show is all about running. And, we, we, you know... Lionel just moved back into Windsor, uh, just won Ironman Florida, uh, and is continuing his training here in the in the region. So we, we want to talk about a lot of different things. I do want to get to nutrition and training and then courses and how you train. But let's step back um, because, look, it, it's very emotional being a, uh, a runner or an athlete, and and we can't have you on without talking about where you were emotionally back in 2009 and and what kind of led you into really making this commitment to becoming a triathlete and then you know soon thereafter becoming a professional triathlete and elite athlete uh, in the sport so take us back to that what, what 2009 was like for you yeah, it was a it was a long time coming. I think you know what I mean. I got into partying and all this thing as as many do in as sort of the ends of high school, and um, you know I don't think it had much of an effect on me for for a great deal of the of the beginning. Um, but uh, over time, I got deeper and deeper into that sort of lifestyle, and then um, sort of I guess my personality started to come out in in, in the sense that uh, I. I I had a lot of motivation, a lot of drive, um, and I applied that to, unfortunately, an unhealthy lifestyle, which was drug and alcohol abuse. Um, and I went into that um, progressively deeper and deeper. You know, like I used to say, oh, I'm not going to do drugs and that thing uh, by myself. And then eventually I started to do them by myself. And then I started to do them a lot by myself. Um, and then I would say, in my rock bottom, um, I was having like audio and visual hallucinations. I was staying awake all night because I had severe social phobia. So if I had to go do grocery shopping, I'd stay awake all night and I'd be the first person into the grocery store, not look anybody in the eye, knew where all my groceries I needed to get were, get them as fast as I could, get out, and I wouldn't leave the house again for another week. Um, and, you know, I was having severe depression. I would wake up some mornings and I would just stare at the roof and go back to sleep and wake up, stare at the roof, go back to sleep and just I had nothing, you know, I had no, no reason for being really. Um, and I was deeply, deeply uh, ashamed of myself. I had lost probably 20 or 30 pounds. Um, and now I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. Um, so I, I think, I think I just was, uh, just ashamed of what I had been doing to myself, but I didn't really know how to get out of that sort of lifestyle. And, and as you, as you said, uh, eventually what sort of, uh, got me out of it was was getting into running. I, on November fifth, two thousand nine, I went for I had quit running uh, after I had dropped out of university, and um, on November fifth, two thousand nine, I went for my first run again, and uh, that's where it all began. And, and about a month later, I still was not feeling very good, um, and uh, and the idea of doing an Ironman popped into my head, and then I followed that for nine months training for that race, and you know the rest is history. Where'd that inspiration come from? To run? Yeah. Um, I think it was probably the most familiar thing for me. I was a runner start, you know, from grade four onwards. I was, I, I thought myself a runner. Um, it was what I was good at growing up. Um, and so I think it was the most familiar thing to me that, that, that I felt confident within myself about. Um, and I knew that it was good for you. I knew that I could, uh, I could improve my mental state. I had remembered a, a much better mental state, um, years before. Um, and so I don't know why, but I, I sort of had this intuition that, 
you know, if I began to, to exercise again and to run again, that, that maybe I could get those sorts of mental states back. And, and so what does running mean to you when, when you look at that 2009, you look at that point in your life? I believe that running and triathlon saved my life, and I'm indebted to the sport. Uh, and I'm uh, I'm an athlete or a runner or whatever you want to say for forever. I'm a lifetimer. <laughs> so 2009 occurs. You, you, you go into running. You start running. You, you set a goal within how many months to do an Ironman. Um, the, the rate, it just, I have no idea where it came from, but like Louisville was the one that, that, Kentucky. that yeah, yeah, that, that popped out. That was on August, I think 29th, 2010. And this is about December 20th or so of 2009. So I had about, uh, eight, nine months to train for it. So, um, cause I enrolled after I had a phone call with my mom, cause these races are really expensive at like 650 bucks to enter. Um, and I, I, I barely was making my rent. In fact, I don't even know if I, if I was making the rent at that time. And, uh, and so I, I had a phone call and I said, Hey, I'm thinking about doing an Ironman. I, you know, man, I'm, I'm serious. I want to change my life. Um, and I think this could be what it, what will help me do that. And, uh, she's like, you know, I mean, you know how long these things are, you know, how hard these things are. Right. And I was like, yeah, that's the whole point. And, uh, and then eventually she, she gave me her credit card number and let me sign up for the race. And, and then that became basically my life purpose for the next nine months. So what did you think of your first one? It was the hardest thing I'd ever done. I remember thinking to myself upon crossing the finish line, that was the stupidest thing I'd ever done. <laughs> I will never do another one again. But then after I had an extra large pizza with double cheese uh, and I started to get my, my wits back about me, I was like, wow, that was amazing. And then this feeling of being able to do anything started to, to come into me. And, and, and I believe that now. It does change it, doesn't it, when you it, come across that finish line? It's a spiritual experience, 100%. If you do an Ironman, you will, you, you, you've begun a journey that will last the rest of your life. So just before we, we get into where you go from there, I want to I want to step back yet a little bit further back. You had a social group, right? You were drinking alcohol, uh, drugs. You had a social group that was obviously influencing you in some way. You got into the sport of running. There must have been other influences that 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 you leaned on that were new that helped you through that. A hundred percent. In this the community, I'm still great friends with with all of the people that I encountered. Uh, at, in those initial stages of, you know, it must have been, what race did I do? I think I did the Miracle Run at Malden Park. That was the first race that I did getting back into. It was like April of 2010. And I met people immediately at that run. And uh, those are those are relationships and, 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 and things that have lasted till now and I'm sure will last forever. And uh, it's great that Windsor has such a such a, a tight-knit uh, running. And, and even now it's become a tri- huge triathlon community too um, because it was, it was most definitely a, a new social network that I entered that that allowed me to you know uh, change my life did you ever think you'd get to this point like when you did that first Ironman did you ever dream that you'd be an elite athlete well the funny part was I got lapped by the guy who won so I was at I think mile 12 of the marathon he was at mile 24 and he was moving so fast so much faster than I was and it was uh, it was it certainly was not on my mind at that moment um, but you know, uh, uh, afterwards, I certainly started to have the the desire to see. Well, how good can I get at at this sport? Mm-hmm. And this year, you got some uh, local sponsors that came on board as well. I had a, a lot of support from the community, um, Cycle Culture, the bike shop in out in Tecumseh. Um, <clears throat> they've been doing all my bike maintenance. <clears throat> um, a uh, doctor in the area, Richard Naju, has come on as a financial sponsor. has has really allowed me to 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 focus on on doing the sport and um, you know eating properly and that mm-hmm. sort of things. Um, and yeah, just just even like Barry Shepley, for instance, my coach. He's a he's a former native from this area, and uh, I, I joined his C three triathlon club in 2010. And I mean, they've been hugely supportive of me uh, this entire time. And, and where are you going with this? What's your ultimate goal here? Is it is it the Olympics? No, actually, I have no desire to do the Olympics. Um, it's a it's a, I used to, um, but my strengths is non drafting. I'm a strong biker, um, and then additionally, a different strength that comes because it's non drafting in the Ironman, whereas Olympic distance racing is draft legal racing. Um, it's a totally different type of running off the bike to have time trialed on the bike and then run well too, um, and so. 
Uh, I do much better when it's every man for himself sort of scenario. So I like the non-drafting, longer stuff. Um, and physiologically, I would say I'm more built to do long-distance stuff. Uh, the, 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 the Olympic distance racing is just so fast. It's almost a, a good analogy is like the 100-meter sprinter and the marathon runner. Like they're two entirely different people. They're two entirely different systems. And Olympic distance racing is the sprinter. Ironman is right. the marathon runner. Um, so I'm more of a marathon runner and, uh, most definitely my goal is, uh, Kona, uh, the, the Ironman world championship, which you have a, a buy for now, right? I should be, I should be in the clear. It's a, it's a point system. So the f- top 50 guys and girls in the world, uh, qualify for the race. Um, and by, by all previous standards, once you're over 4,000 points, you're in, and I'm at 4,100 points and I still have all the racing of 2015 to do. So I, I should be in. So I mean, I'll, my focus now for the next year will be on preparing for that race. Does it affect you at all that the swim wasn't included in that one? Um, in the sense of like uh, confidence and that sort of... No, for Kona? Points. Oh, no, not okay. at all. It didn't change it. Unfortunately, we had no control over that. So, I mean, other than the disappointment of not yeah. getting to do the full the full uh, three sports, uh, that that's about it. So I certainly have the desire to get in another one very soon. <laughs> so we're, we're going to talk to you in, in a bit. We're going to take a commercial break here, but we're going to talk to you a bit about your training habits, which are which are very unique, and I think a lot of listeners want to hear about that. Uh, and before we go to break, we're going to do Song of the Week. It is a Christmas tune. I'm sorry, Kelly. Uh, it's uh, from Vancouver's Hot Hot Heat. It's Jingle Jangle on Running Flat Radio. Delivery Animal Planet. What? What is all this? A month of free Animal Planet, man. I didn't order it. That's the beauty. You don't gotta order. Animal Planet's delivering free to you all month. You got your biggest and baddest, pit bulls and parolees, whale wars, uh, super vet, tank, even too cute. You don't gotta do nothing. Consider it Animal Planet's gift to you till the end of the holidays. Just enjoy. Animal Planet's free preview is on now. Call your television service provider today. Oh, and here, bag and a scoop. I'm not sure what those elephants have been eating. There are lots of things to get excited about this holiday season. The parties, mistletoe, and of course eggnog. Winners, HomeSense, and Marshalls want to give you one more thing to get excited about. The chance to win your gifts. Simply shop at Winners, HomeSense, or Marshalls. Swipe your style plus loyalty card, enter online, and you could win the value of your purchase. The more you shop, the more you could win. There's a winner every week at every store in Canada and over 2,000 prizes to be won. Contest ends December 24th. Find out more at winyourgifts.ca. How Bell makes buying a phone better. Welcome to the Bell Store. How can I help you? Well, uh, I have a question. That's why I'm here. We have an amazing selection of devices. We can find a rate plan that's right for you, and I can even walk you through demos of cool features. Well, I was going to ask for directions, but now I want a new Bell phone. Visit your local Bell store for expert advice, getting started tutorials, and live device demos at select locations. Visit bell.ca to find a store nearest you. Bell. Buying a new phone just got better. 
Now the forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. Mainly cloudy tonight, a 30% chance of flurries or ice pellets, gusty wind late this evening, and the temperature steady near zero. Mainly cloudy tomorrow, a 30% chance of flurries in the morning, gusty wind, and a high of three. Partly cloudy Wednesday night, a low of minus six. Mix of sun and cloud Thursday and Friday, high of zero Thursday, four on Friday. Once again tonight, a 30% chance of flurries or ice pellets, gusty wind late this evening, and the temperature steady near zero. At Centerline Windsor, we have lots of full-time career opportunities right here on the shop floor. Find out about these jobs and many others at the Technical and Skilled Trades Career Fair and have a one-on-one interview with local manufacturers. Hope to meet you there. That was Michael Benito, the CEO of Centerline Windsor, and he wants to see you at the Technical and Skilled Trades Career Fair December 6th at Caesars Windsor. Have your one-on-one meeting with major companies that are hiring right now. Over 180 full-time job openings. Register at choosewindsoressex.com slash careerfair. Every family is on a budget, but after paying for school shoes, dog food, dance class, and piano lessons, there might not be much left to take care of tonight's dinner. Subway restaurants make it easy to stick to your budget with any three-foot-long subs for just $20, any day after 4 p.m. and all day Sunday. It's any three subs, like the cold-cut combo, tuna, or chicken and bacon ranch melt. And it's a delicious way to feed the whole family for just $20. Subway, eat fresh. Limited time only. Additional charge for extras. Prices and participation may vary, plus tax where applicable. Helping you achieve your personal best. This is Running Flat Radio with Chris Yazinski on AM800. And welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio. Chris Yazinski, Kelly Steele from the Windsor Star. Our in-studio guest today, Lyle Sanders, the winner of Ironman Florida, local uh, local resident of the, the Windsor-Essex region. Uh, what bike are you riding? I'm uh, riding, a, it's a new bike actually, it's set to come out in 2015, uh, it's a Louis Garneau Genix TR1 Super Elite. Wow. <laughs> Sounds fast. Long name. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and cycle cultures were, were uh, where you're getting it serviced? That's correct, yes. And whose shoes are you wearing? Uh, Saucony. Uh, for training I'm wearing the Triumphs, and, okay. and for racing I'm wearing the Canvaras. Okay. And I've been wearing those for four years now. Nice. Any other sponsors? Um, yeah, uh, cycle or uh, uh, a compu trainer for the bike. That's what I do most of my training indoors. So um, you train indoors? I do. I do ninety. I'm gonna say eight percent of my training indoors. Really? How come? It, wait, wait, wait. Ninety-eight percent of your training is indoor. I would say the only time I don't train indoors is so if I have to travel to a race, I'll do. Let's say I'm there two days before the race. Um, I'll do my biking running outside then for those two days so that's the only time i don't train indoors so why train indoors there's many many reasons uh on the bike for instance in the past four years i've been hit four times Seriously? Uh, there's yeah, one yeah. reason yeah. uh i think the compu trainer um it's it's a it's a it's it's a bit more advanced uh training thing so you know you have like a wind trainer yep. this one is one that generates power so you can tell it i want to push 300 watts uh, and, and it generates 300 watts, and in order for you to turn the pedals, you have to produce 300 watts of power. And that's really the name of the game in cycling is, is power output. Um, so I think the CompuTrainer is much better and much more consistent than, than riding outside. Um, and then, you know, I get to listen to my tunes, no shirt on, can mimic the environment of Kona, for instance, humid, hot environment. You could uh, listen to Running Flat Radio. I, I Definitely. I'm going to from now on. <laughs> awesome. Yes. So training indoors. Now, look, at, as, as a guy who's run for a lot of years, I mean, we call it the treadmill for a reason. We do. I mean, with all due respect. You learn I mean, to love it, though. How? How, how do you love the treadmill? I, it's strange. Um, I I was the same. I, I call I call your type the running purist, right? They don't like they don't like to, <laughs> to d- run on the treadmill. Dude, I'm not a purist <laughs> by any means. Well, well, I used to be one of them in that I didn't think all oh, the treadmill. It's not real running. You know what I mean? You, it does the work for you and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then I this this actually where it really began uh, was last December, uh, so December 2013. I was running down an icy pathway and I kind of bowed my right knee in and I I damn I got a, a bursal sac inflammation and it took me five months to get rid of it. And I said, you know, why am I running outside in this sort of condition? It's beautiful inside at the gym or in at the home in the home treadmill. Um, and so that's when I gave it a real chance. 
Um, and, and then I started to say, hey, this is very interesting. You can get some very good training done on here. For instance, you want to do 5K repeats at 10 miles per hour, let's say. You just turn it to 10 miles per hour, and you don't have to think about holding the pace anymore. You can think about uh, how you're breathing, your muscle recruitment patterns, how you're holding your shoulders, the tension in your hands, all that sort of thing. And it allows you to take your running to a new level. Additionally, yeah. it is the, the pounding is significantly less than when you run on the road. And in the new treadmills, you can even control the level of pounding. If for some runs you want to have a bit more pounding and the other ones a bit uh, right. less pounding. And so I, I think I can do uh, a lot more running on a treadmill than I can outside. And I find it transfers over very well to running outside. That's well, interesting. I'd never ever thought of that, to be quite honest. And, you know, I took I took a course from you, uh, running one. And uh, you're, you were really, really big on relaxing your upper body. And, and you were talking about the different ways. And I, I laughed, but at the time you're talking about cheek bounce, how uh, your elite runners, their cheeks bounce, they're that relaxed. I still can't get cheek bounce. Join the group. I, I can't either. That's <laughs> that I, I'm aware of it just from watching, you know, Ken and Issa Bikaley break the world record 2617 and his cheeks are bouncing the entire 10K. <laughs> That's I don't know pretty how to relaxed. do it. Right. So. Let's step back a second. When you say indoor training, Let's talk about that because this isn't some some beautiful studio overlooking, <laughs> you know the uh, you know the downtown New Yorks and you know like like this isn't some boutique. Uh, it's an eight by ten uh, closet almost. <laughs> it's an eight by ten room where you set up a treadmill, a compu trainer. What else you got in that thing? A good sound system and some motivational quotes on the wall. What's your favorite quote? My dad put this quote on my wall, like when I was training for Louisville. And it's sort of been this like inside thing for us. It says, go through the door and puke. And I've never been, it's, it's like my life dream is to be able to go so far that I puke. And I just haven't been able to go that far. So it's sort of this, this, this goal that keeps receding as I'm able to push myself further and further and further. I still haven't gone through the door yet. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely motivating. That's interesting. And now the, now the translation between indoor training and outdoor actual racing. Especially when it comes to the swim, because the swing, you know, you don't lake swim. You don't open water train. Not really. No, I mean, I'll try and get out every now and then, it, particularly when I go to races the couple days before the race, generally is when like this race in Florida, it was going to be an ocean swim. So obviously I'm not getting much ocean swimming practice, which is a bit of a different beast than just regular lake swimming. Um, yeah, it, you know, fortunately you swim at the, the, like a bigger pool and, and with a lot of people and it gets a little bit. Wavy? wavier in there so that that's it's kind of like swimming in the lake so how do you account for that even mentally how do you account for that the difference uh unfortunately you, you can only control the controllables and so uh you know uh, i don't it's, it's not really something that's kind of out of my control not being by a body of water for instance uh, now i'll definitely yeah. have a, a, a much better opportunity i know there's some some great groups who swim open water here and i Maybe next year, if I come on, I'll tell you that I do like 92% of my training indoors because I'm doing more open water swimming. <laughs> you can swim to my house and back. Sure. <laughs> wow. You know, it's it's such a pleasure meeting you, and, and it's it's going to be great having you here as a as a as a permanent fixture in in our running community and and well, someone. Yes who's... and no. Some of the local athletes now are going to be going. Oh, great! There goes my my win. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know, because because now now we have we have a benchmark. It's true. And and we also have someone who's going to inspire our kids and other people to get into our sport, which which is, I think, really critical. Kind of why this show is, is on the air is to kind of inspire people to get into our sport. That's great. Run, I running, mm -hmm. try, cycling, whatever it is, right? But but, but we also need we need the folks to, to come on and tell us those stories that uh, that inspire us to do that. And, you know, Lionel, your, your past is a dark one. And, you know, some people might not want to tell people about it. How come you're so vocal about it? Because I know you do a lot of talks, a lot of interviews about it. Um, you know, it's one of those things. When I was in that state of mind, I felt like no one understood, and I felt like I had no one to talk to. Um, in, in, in reality, that's not true. I had lots of people I could have talked to. I could have talked to my parents, for instance. Yeah. Uh, they were always there for me. Um, I don't know. I just felt alienated. And so, uh, and I attribute that to really not knowing or hearing anything similar to my own situation um and so you know that, that's sort of my the reason why i am vocal about it because it's a terrible terrible place when you feel alienated you feel like you can't talk to somebody you feel like there's no one who understands what you're going through mm -hmm. uh and so you know if i can 
be of any service in that regard, then I certainly will, and I'll do it, continue to do what I'm doing. Well, you know, this community is very, very proud of you, and you know you have the support of all of us. Everyone, you're a hometown hero, so keep it up. It's been a team effort, 100%. <laughs> I, I certainly, when I'm out there on the race course, I'm, I'm always reflecting back to uh, many of my supporters, and I know that people are following along. And it, When you go into the dark place, mile 20 of a marathon after biking 180 kilometers, you need those sorts of things to, yeah. to, to get you through it. And what else helps you through that? Oh, there's so much. Uh, like I said, those quotes, um, I tend to think, I, t- I spend a lot of time thinking about things that, that motivate me and that, that, that I can utilize in the moment. Um, and so, you know, it could be uh, something someone had said previous that, that sort of was like irked me a little bit and, I, and, I, and it's still, you know, uh, t- like touching a nerve. Um, I'll reflect back on something like that. And then sometimes it's more external in nature, like I want to break a particular time. Um, but but generally I, I try and think of things that are deeply meaningful and that, you know, if I'm sitting here, uh, if I can't, if I, if I think of that particular thing, if it doesn't send a shiver down my spine and make me clench my fists, then, you know, it's, it's useless to me because at mile 20 of the marathon, uh, it most definitely is not going to do anything for you then. Endurance sports are deeply spiritual, and it's something that I've always wanted to do a show on, is, is how spiritual it is to be out there running for three, four hours, doing an ultra, doing, doing whatever distance you're doing, and reflecting upon yourself. Because I've always said, look, it, you have to really like your running partner. You really, <laughs> really have to, because you're by yourself in your head for a very, very long time. Uh, you know, even when you're out there uh, and let's say you're, you're approaching an elite status athlete or, or, or actually getting to an ultra level where you're out there for 125, 140, 160 kilometers a week, damn, you got to like yourself because because you're going to be searching every crevice of that, of that thought and that soul for a very long time. What I find actually is you can begin not really liking yourself, actually, <laughs> and it sort of works in the direction that eventually you get rid of all that crap inside that, uh, you know, this and that, like, oh, I, I don't look right, I don't talk right, whatever, all this kind of stuff. And over time, you run more and you get more fatigued and all those thoughts, they, they dissipate. And then you get nice and quiet, and then it's just like, ah, I am. I'm just, I'm being. And that's deeply, deeply spiritual, and it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful experience. Once you get there, you, you keep coming back for more and more and more. You can't get enough of it. Lionel Sanders, thank you very much for joining us. It was a real pleasure thanks meeting you. Thanks for having you. me. And uh, thanks for listening to Running Flat Radio. And keep running. And that's the end of it. End of episode. Running Flat Radio with Chris Yazinski. Tuesday night, 7 till 8 on AM 800. Running Flat Radio is a paid program. Local news is next on AM 800 CKLW, the information station.